into the contest. It's Friday, the 1st of July. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host, Shane Lee. How are you, Shana? Timmy, I'm good, mate. There's a lot of sport on last night and uh, a lot of sport over the over this weekend, mate. So I'm looking forward to it. It's a bit of rain in Sydney, so I will be settling in uh, on the couch and watching quite a lot of it, I reckon. Oh, mate, and, and one of your kids has got a sports carnival and, you know... All someone needs to do is spit on the grass and things get canned. I hope it goes ahead. <laughs> the kids are made of sugar, mate. They dissolve when they go in the, in the rain. But, uh, yeah, Abby, my middle daughter, she's sports captain. And with COVID over the last two years, she hasn't mm. had a sports carnival. So she was really looking forward to today. But, unfortunately, it's raining, mate. So oh. I dare say it may be called off. Fingers crossed for Abby. Fingers mm. crossed. It is yep. Friday. And that means we'll be joined by Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker and also Melbourne comedian Luca Muller. Whether it's for early morning coffee and pastries, long business lunches or post-work cocktails, head to District Brasserie in Sydney's CBD. With a modern Australian menu created to hero locally sourced produce and a unique offering of charred meats cooked on a custom-built charcoal oven. Situated on the ground floor of Chifley Tower, District Brasserie is open Monday to Friday for breakfast, lunch and dinner. District Brasserie, sophisticated yet casual. Nick Kyrgios, the greatest player on grass. He's had another win at Wimbledon, Shane. Yeah, he looked really good last night. Straight sets and uh, comprehensive too. I think he won the last two sets, 6-2, mm. uh, Served really well. Uh, kept his calm. Um, didn't react to the crowd that were trying to rev him up once again. Yeah, good on him. He's off against uh, Sitsipas now. So uh, it's really starting to get serious for him. But as we know, he's good enough to win the thing. He's definitely got the ability. Mm. Uh, cricket, well, uh, drama over in Sri Lanka and drama back home. Of course, Channel 7 taking Cricket Australia to court over $450 million broadcast deal. This is a huge thing that's about to play out in the courtroom. But um, our focus, cricket-wise, is this test match. Yeah, test match. Australia, uh, we know we bowled Sri Lanka out for 212, Lyon taking five wickets. Australia mm. currently eight for around 300. Um, so we have, have a slight lead. Uh, but, yeah, the wicket turning and... Um, Kawaja batted really well um, yeah, and sort of rallied together. But it, look, this game's going to go down to the wire. Australia can eke out another 20 or 30 runs. You dare say they're in a position really to win this first test match. But as you mentioned, Tim, a huge issue going on with Cricket Australia. In 2020, James Warburton from Channel 7 called Cricket Australia the most incompetent administration that he'd ever dealt mm-hmm. with. Um, Cricket Australia over the last three years has about $300 million a year in revenue. But there's bugger all money in the bank, mate. And... Uh, this, this is over a $450 million media rights deal. Uh, potentially, they're going to be sued for $90 million, which could wow. which could put Cricket Australia into administration, potentially. Mm. It's huge. Players get only 80% of the revenue. So I don't know where all this money is going. And I can already see the private equity guys circling around Cricket Australia to come in, which would be a real shame. Yeah, absolutely. We'll watch that space with interest. Uh, there's plenty of rugby league around, some great games this weekend. It was a very interesting game last night. Up next, it's Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker to break it all down. All right, Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker. Shad, uh, just out of interest, Shane and I were just having a chinwag before. Did you get to see Origin, mate? Oh, man, I can't wait for game two. When is it? When is game two? <laughs> 
It's one all now, mate. It's one all. We go to Suncorp. It's going to be a big all. one. We've got the momentum. Can the Maroons come back? I mean, man, it, it hurt. That hurt yeah. a lot. Um, geez, those Panthers connections, though, are just something else, aren't they? Yeah. It, uh, look, you guys played unreal. I mean, it's it's what else can you say? You put so many points on us. Another, it was pretty much the same margin as last time. The Perth curse is real. Perth curse mm. is real. It's alive and well. Perth is your Melbourne to us. Um, I will say... Do you make changes? Now, no, look, look, Queensland's always about pick and stick. We're going to have sides pick this weekend. And, of course, the game is next Wednesday week at Suncorp Stadium. So that's a huge advantage for Queensland. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you say it's a huge advantage. Obviously, New South Wales hasn't won a decider since 2005 there. But you did win the last game at Suncorp Stadium. So there's yeah, kind of... 26 mil. You know, so it's not like, it's not like <laughs> Suncorp is this fortress of... You know, Sydney is harder for us to win in Sydney than it is for you guys to win in, in Brisbane, as it's been well documented. Um, I, I think with the sides, you're right, it is a bit pick and stick. I think for mine, it's interesting. We'll, we'll now see what kind of coach Billy Slater is, I think, like you know, when you're back against the wall. I'd, if I was making the changes, I would be – I don't think Jaira did enough to stay in that side. I think you'd probably mm-hmm. bring someone else in. I'd probably start Carrigan in at lock and move – Tino back to prop, if I'm being honest. I think Collins made more of an impact off the bench. Um, in terms of the outside backs, you didn't, you don't want to do it to a guy that just debuted, and it probably won't happen. But I feel like Corey Oates would be a good pick to chuck out on the wing. He's taller. In the back end of that half, it looked like that was the focus. It was let's kick it to guys that aren't. How long he's not really, uh, not really much of a jumper for the ball. Whereas Oates is quite taller and more so in my head is you need a, a winger that when front rowers are running back to that line after uh, after defending for the kick, they can watch their wingers take the hit up for like 10, 15 metres. And that's what Oates does week in, week out. Oh, he's got a bit of shit in him as well, which helps. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I feel like that would be the only changes I'd make. They're going to be forced into a couple. I don't think Kafusi's going to make it back. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Sua gets a, gets a start, comes back into the okay. squad. Um, but, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. You can't panic. I mean, it is still the same. There's not that much difference in the sides, even though the points were the big uh, outlier in Perth. But remember last time you flogged us in Perth, we came back and won. So I'll I'll take that <laughs> and just hold on to that and I'll hold on to that real tight <laughs> and hope that something amazing happens at Suncorp Stadium. So yep. it'll, it'll be interesting. And Munster's the big one. Is Munster going to be there or is Tom Dearden going to end up getting a start in, in an origin side? Well, I hope he must still be there because I think you want the best players playing. Yeah. Now, last night, this game, Manly versus the Storm, I don't know whether both these teams had their Mad Monday mm. prior to this match. They both look spent. Man. Now, I've never seen a worse defensive performance from the Storm in I can't remember how long. Mate. And Pappenhausen, like he's 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 terrible in defence. Like that, that was a terrible game for him. He was running around like he was half pissed. I don't yeah, know what was going on there? It was it was a weird game of footy yeah. last night. It was a strange one to watch because you kind of like when you look at it, you look at the scores, and for people that probably haven't seen it and might watch a replay, you'd sit there and be like, "Oh man, like just dominating Melbourne." You're like, "I don't really feel like it was that. It was like this really fumbling around mm. Melbourne side that just seemed like they didn't have their wits about them." And then in the last five minutes. Manly definitely yeah. just stopped playing. Like <laughs> you in the rack. Like that was insane. They were like, "This is too far for them to come back easily." But you put another minute on the clock. I reckon the storm would have tied it up. <laughs> like, well, I think someone put a round of beers on at the DY Hotel for him already, and they were heading down there. Oh, oh, and at one point, you know, like if Papenhuis got a 
couple of those goals. They uh, all they needed was a converted try in the last couple yep. of minutes, but he missed them. Mm. So yeah, that, that was a very interesting. Uh, I interesting think it's an game. outlier. I think it's an outlier. Yeah, yeah. Roosters Panthers tonight. It's going to be awfully difficult for the Roosters. Yeah, I, I mean, I like I like that. Um, you know, Robbo's obviously watched what they've done this before. Obviously, so it's not brand new. But watching what Robbo did with. Uh, with the Kiwis and being like, well, I'm going to, I need to chuck him in the halves while Kiri's out here and, and give us a bit of spark to turn this season around. Um, I think I think it might cause a little bit of trouble, Manu, in there, like getting a bit more hands on the ball flying around. But, yeah, Penrith are so much of a cut above everyone right now that other than that weird Parramatta game, it's hard to see anyone beating them right now. Like... They got to catch it. They caught a storm on a pretty wet day in Magic Round when the storm was flying high. But as we've seen, the storm aren't the same no. at the moment. And I feel like I feel like they'll be better come finals. But Penrith are flying so high right now. You kind of see they're going. Some other team has to figure it out. And to be honest, I feel like the team that might figure it out is the one is one of the teams that are playing in the four X Derby this weekend. Well, the Cowboys Broncos. Cowboys Broncos. I know Cowboys yeah. got the, the doors blown off them last time they played Penrith, but they are a very different defensive side now. I agree. Um, that I feel like that's going to be the matchup I'm keen to see next. I think the Broncos at the moment are just kind of they're really showing how good their depth is, mm-hmm. which is exciting to see in a side that was so awful. But I think it's one of these Queensland teams might be the one that manages to turn things around against Penrith if it's possible. I tell you, the Eels, Eels could put the death to the Rabbits as well, I think. Um, but you never know. The Eels, can they're hot and cold. But you would think with the form they're in, they should smash the Rabbits. Mate, we're talking about an Eels side that uh, how is it that you could beat be the only team that beats the Panthers but then also <laughs> yeah. a team that loses to the Bulldogs? Like, what is, yeah. what is this team? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I don't know what to make. I don't know what to make of them. Souths are done. Souths are a team yep. that's not going to cause any trouble for anyone at the moment. Um, they've got a lot of stuff to sort out in this next offseason. And I would actually... I feel like what's happening at South Sydney might be happening for the next couple of years. Yeah, they got myxomatosis, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one, one of the things in, one of the things that that brightens their day is the fact that Latrell Mitchell is back this weekend. Interesting watch on what he does. He'd really need to have a blinder to be in any calculation, I think, for State of Origin three. But we'll watch that with interest. Now, Coach Killers wrapping this up, uh, ranking the most wasteful NRL teams from one to sixteen. This was an interesting article on the Fox Sports website. Yeah, I found this fascinating because when they were looking at the teams that had the fewest incomplete sets, one of them is the team we just mentioned a moment ago, the Eels Mm. of all teams are actually ahead of the Panthers, which is fascinating to me. Hey, Shad, I've got another bit of mail too, mate. Uh, Did you tip, and this is a bit of uh, breaking news here, I I hear that the Knights coach about to be sacked. Oh, oh, mate. My prediction has already been locked in, mate. Yes, I know. I know. Two or more. I'm crushing it right now with my predictions for the year. So don't you bloody worry. Don't you worry, boys. I've, I've, I don't know if anyone took me up on money. Do any of you owe me money? I feel like someone does. <laughs> Give management a call. <laughs> yeah, all right, buddy. Well, have, have a great weekend. We look forward to it. We look forward to uh, really taking apart this Origin 3 next week. It's going to be a cracking game. Oh, man. Hey, it'll be interesting to see. I'm fascinated to see what side we put out there, boys. Should we put a wager on it or do you want to wait until teams are announced? Why don't you put your bet on now and I'll, and I'll double down <laughs> next week. <laughs> well, I'm obviously taking the Maroons to take this one out, boys, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's coming back with a vengeance, right. 13 plus. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, I'll take 100 if you give me 10 points <laughs> start. <laughs> We'll talk next week. See you, Shane. Coming up next is Melbourne comedian Luca Muller.
Hey, it's a Friday, it's a new financial year, and it means we're going to talk to Luca Muller today, Melbourne comedian. How are you, Luca? Good, mate. How are you? Thanks for having me. Now, Luca, a heap of sport at the moment, but let's start with the UFC because it's a huge weekend for that. Yes, absolutely. If you love waking up early on a Sunday morning and watching blokes punch each other in the head, then it's a good weekend for you, and it's a good weekend (laughs) for me as well. Mm. Um, International (laughs) fight card, uh, sort of the, the big card they do in the middle of the year this time of year every year, uh, UFC 276, headlined by a middleweight bout between uh, Israel Adesanya and Jared Kananiya. Mm-hmm. Adesanya's been super dominant champion. He's already defended his belt five times. I wouldn't expect him to lose, but uh, Kananiya is tough and he has massive power, so he's never out of the fight. He's also pretty interesting guy out of the cage, Kananiya. He's super into his like yoga and his uh, like wow. homeopathy and energy and crystals. I've seen on his Instagram this week, he picked up a new uh, graphite salt lamp and an emerald amulet, so maybe <laughs> Get his fucking head punched in this guy, I reckon. <laughs> Sensitive new age UFC fighter. I'll, I'll, give him, I'll give him two minutes in the ring with the inner crystals. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty exciting, isn't it? Maybe he'll head up to Byron to nurse his, uh, nurse his injuries. <laughs> and what about what about this Australian, Volkanovski? Yeah, so good. Just underneath that is, yeah, this uh, featherweight title fight between Wollongong Zone, Alex Volkanovski and Max Holloway. Uh, it's a trilogy fight, which is pretty rare among anyone, but especially when one fighter, Volkanovski in this case, won the first two fights. You don't normally see him make a third fight, but it's because those first two fights were so close. There were these razor-thin decisions. There's a lot of conjecture, a lot of debate about who actually won them. So I reckon this fight will be just as close, just as hard fought. These two are just the creme de la creme in the featherweight division. It's them and then a massive drop-off and then anyone else. So whoever wins this definitely can stake their claim as best featherweight of right now and probably even best best featherweight of all time. They're sort of two of the best. Um, there's a lot of other fun fights on there as well. Alex Pereira, this great ex-kickboxing champs in there. Mm. Sugar Sean, who's this guy with like purple hair and face tattoos. He's always fun to watch. Sugar <laughs> <laughs> <Look at> Sean. <laughs> and then there's also, <laughs> there's also a fight between two absolute veterans, two of my favorites of all time, Jim Miller and Cowboy Cerrone. So they're currently tied for most amount of wins in UFC. So whoever wins out of that will take that record for most UFC wins of all time. Pretty cool little stat. Love it. Now, uh, the AFL was good last night. Brisbane, very good. Bulldogs look like they're gone. And then a big game coming up tonight, Blues versus the Saints, a must win for the Saints. Yeah, massive. Yeah, Brisbane were good last night. They'll be very happy mm. with that to sort of right the ship after getting spanked by Melbourne last week, which I love to see. Um, and yes. Yeah, the Bull- Bulldogs, like you say, they look like they're gone. They've just been so hot and cold this year. You don't know who they are. And then they put on a performance like that when they really need to get a win or at least look competitive. So... Wouldn't expect them to push too hard for finals now. Um, yeah, and Carlton versus St Kilda tonight, huge game. Um, Saints yes. really need to start getting stuff right. They're in a form slump right now. They're dropping off. Their chances to make finals are getting slimmer and slimmer. Uh, they'll be boosted. They've got a few people coming back from injury. Brad Hill, Paddy Ryder, and Jack Higgins, important for them. But Carlton have been absolutely red hot lately, and they've got their young gun midfielder, Adam Chera, coming back from a hamstring injury. So they'll be pretty hard to beat down at Marvel. I'll be there, actually. You're going to see it live. That'll be fun. Oh, nice. Oh, well, it sounds like, sounds like a good night. Now, now Collingwood's just one win back from Carlton. They, they're going very, very good. If Gold Coast... 
are going to make the finals. Are they need to topple Collingwood, don't they? And they've they've had a mixed season, sort of hitting a little bit of form recently. Yeah, absolutely. Gold Coast, a little bit hot and cold. Obviously, compared to sort of their whole history, they'd be happy with this season. But the fact that they're even in contention for finals would, I think, motivate them to really, really go for it. And like you say, Shane, they really need to win this week if they're going to uh, make a proper run at the top eight there. And yeah, coming up against these red hot pies, they've won five in a row and they'll welcome back Jordan Degoe from a little break this week. I'm leaning to the pies to probably win this game, but the Suns oh, yeah. have been so good at home this year. I think when they play at Metricon up on the Gold Coast, they're sort of used to those uh, hot, sticky conditions up there a bit more. Um, that's going to be a great game there Saturday night. Now, I always enjoy the Frio versus Port matches. It's never the, the sort of glamorous uh contest uh, in a lot of people's eyes, but I always find that there's a lot of niggle between these two. Yeah, there is, isn't it? They sort of both have this um, little bit of chip on their shoulder or something yes, like they that. Do. They're sort of both maybe the slightly less popular team from their state. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year at least, and for the last couple of years, they're probably the be- better team from their state. Um, yep. And that'll be a great game. That's on Sunday. Port, they're another team, sort of similar boat to Gold Coast, just really need to keep winning. They can't drop too many games if they're hoping to make finals. But Frio's been on fire this year. Um, I think it'll be another chance for them to, you know, prove what they're made of and show everyone that they're a real contender. Now, I've got a quick quick question, Luca. Now, I just sort of noticed last night, kicking in front of goals this season has been horrible. Like, the Bulldogs were so bad last night. You see yeah. a lot of the players always kicking around the corner. But the old traditional drop punt, it seems to have gone out the window. And I think a lot of teams are really suffering from it. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. It's funny how these sort of trends take hold in footy. Like one person starts doing that round the corner kick where, yeah, Yeah. like you say, they give up on the traditional sort of straightforward run up and then they go for these big snaps and then everyone else sees it and they think, oh, I should start doing that, just start doing that. And it's just not Mm. as efficient. Like the goal kicking, I think it is down by like uh, 8% or something like this. I saw a stat this year. I don't know. It's a bit like in the NBA, like when they do the uh, the free throws. Apparently, there's these amazing stats where if you do like an underhanded free throw, then you're something like 25% more likely to get the shot. But because it <laughs> looks a bit uncool, yeah. people don't do it. Mm. So people do make these like stylistic choices without taking really into, into consideration <laughs> the stats. You might revolutionize the NBA. We might see the underhanded ones. Good on you, Luca. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Thanks, boys. Talk to you soon. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you goes to our guests today, Shad Wicker and Luca Muller, and of course our sponsors. Fantastic sponsors, O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves you back. And our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We're back Monday with your daily dose of sport. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care. Join us for our Afternoon Sport Racing Bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. What I'm backing and why. Tim Gilbert is joined by racing journalist Matt Jones and professional punter Brad Miller discussing which horses they'll be betting on this weekend and why. Catch the show Friday afternoons ready for your weekend of punting. Subscribe or follow on your favourite podcast app. What I'm backing and why. Happy punting.